Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast. This week we're going to be giving a breakdown on what happened at the Hungarian Grand Prix. And this was a rough weekend. I'm not going to lie. It was. It really but it was. was. It was still It was a good race, but l- Lord's teams needed help this week. Yes, they did. It was one of the weirdest strategy races I've ever seen. It was confusing us constantly. Like, what are they? Oh, okay, so they're oh oh like in it, and then we thought it might rain, and then it didn't really rain, and it was just a whole, it was a whole thing. So we're gonna have to break a lot down. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one though. So Nick, uh, go ahead and give us this qualifying in sixty seconds. You got your timer ready? Yeah, bro. All right, here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. All right, so it was actually surprisingly dry in qualifying. We were expecting a deluge, but it happened before qualifying and after, so it was okay. In Q1, AlphaTauri and Williams both were out in the bottom five. Not very good. I expected more from AlphaTauri especially. Sebastian Vettel, having fixed his car and helping the team, still didn't get out. He only qualified 18th. Q2, both Haas made it into Q2, but KMAG was only two um tense faster than mick even though he had all the upgrades not as good as we thought sergio had his lap time deleted then reinstated but still was only 11th fastest so he was out and not into q3 max another painful thing for red bull was that they uh had power unit issues for max and cost him pole he ended up only 10th both mclaren and the alpines were in q3 lando had an impressive uh, P4, Ferrari were two and three, and George Russell out of nowhere got pole position. It was amazing. I was losing my mind. And of course, Lewis Hamilton had a DRS issue, or they could have had a one two for qualifying, but that's whatever. Boom. I'm just, I mean, I'm just going to say it. George Russell didn't deserve that podium. Did yes, he did, bro. No, he didn't. How? Because, look, I'm saying if Max is not in the race, that's when he does good, okay? <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna say it. Well, I mean, Max looked okay in the race, I guess. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're okay. Oh, yeah, well, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. We're gonna get into that. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> he 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 raced very well. He had one of his he best did. races ever, probably. Um, it was. I think. It, I think it was his best race ever. His best race ever. Wow. I mean, th- he think about it. This was his first time out of what. Uh, the f- higher than four. p4 yeah. that he finished in one so that's, I mean, a good, that's a good point that's not okay not necessarily driving wise but just like s- statistically and the feat that he did in a way i think it was considered one of his best races well we all know abu dhabi 2021 wasn't his best race ever he just had a good <laughs> lap on new tires <laughs> uh, oh, well anyway let's uh let's talk about this race so uh I'm just gonna call this race the strategy meltdown <laughs> of almost <laughs> I think that's all the, the best teams. Name for it. Um, I was just like, I understand strategy to like almost as much as a fan can, and I was still confused sometimes because <laughs> when I saw Russell on softs and Mercedes on mediums, I was like, uh, uh, Lewis on mediums, I was like. This is interesting. Like I kind of yeah, thought, we were both very confused at that point. We didn't know what was going on. It's not very often they split strategies, so yeah. I was like, "What is going on?" So, anyway, let's uh, let's just go from. Do you want to go top down or bottom up on this one? Uh, we can just go. We can go top down if you want. Well, actually, let's start. Let's start. Let's start bottom up. Okay. All right. So, um, let's start with Williams then, because they're basically the bottom. Um, yep. Williams had were seventeenth and eighteenth. 
honestly, nothing really notable happened with them, um, which is usually Williams has two kinds of races. They're either they either hit somebody or they're unnotable. <laughs> like that's like yeah. pretty much unfortunately. Um <laughs> Uh, we'll do a news episode in a couple of weeks that really breaks all the driver moves down because that's like a whole episode in itself. But what I can say is that Alex Albon is going to be here for the foreseeable future. I'm actually sad for him. I know that sounds weird. I feel like he could get a better seat, and he signed a multi-year deal with Williams. I agree. I agree completely. I think he deserves a better seat. I mean, like Yuki's seat? Yeah. I'm just saying. Like. Yeah, I think that could work, but. I mean, he's been there before, so I don't know. Maybe he yeah. doesn't – like, he kind of got out of the Red Bull camp. Like, they kind of released him yeah, to go. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, other than that, not really notable. Like I said, uh, they were 17th and 18th for Williams. Um, I mean, it was pretty – it was pretty. It was a rough race, I guess, for them yeah. it, just because they were that low. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, bottom, bottom out of two of three finishers, I believe, so yeah. – because we only had 19 cars finished so which brings us to let's talk about alfa romeo yeah so valtteri Bottas, rough race he started p8 which you know was good for them but ended up with a dnf after those engine issues and i was really sad to see um but it, it just wasn't in the cards for him today uh Joe started P12, finished P13, wasn't, you know, too crazy of a race or anything like that. Um, I think he, you know, he did well for the race. You know, he wasn't last like the past yeah. few races, you know. So it was pretty good seeing that from him um, to keep up the pace. Even if he dropped one one place, it was still good to good to see that. Another Ferrari but. engine issue, fuel pump. <laughs> like, it's just sad, man. Like, I just have, as like Mercedes Stan, I just want Bottas to do well. Like I said, I want him to almost beat Lewis, but not. (laughs) He's allowed to be the place behind him at all times. You you want him to still be on the Mercedes team strategy of, hey, you're going to lose, but we're going to win. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. I want it to be like he's still at Mercedes, which means. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, he's had several DNFs this season. I mean, the thing is, these cars are just like a mystery. I mean, like, it's just like going, going, going dead. Like every time. Yeah. I mean, it's like science. You don't know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. I mean, like science said Austria, it was like going, 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 going dead. Yeah. Like what happened? So, yeah. Um, I don't really know, uh, like how they're going to, I guess, I guess they're just going to keep fitting more engines. I don't know how many engines Bottas yeah. has used this year. Uh, do you happen to know? Um, I'm assuming it's going to no, be a penalty at this point. I'm not sure, honestly, how many. Um, yeah, I believe. I believe if I'm right. Um, oh, he does. Uh, okay, I think he actually has one more set of stuff. So there's that. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I'm not sure. So we'll see. But I mean, I just anticipate it happening again. This race was cold. That's the thing that, like, really, I was like. Like that sucks because yeah, clearly now the Ferrari engine is just it has nothing to do with temperature. I don't think. I think it's just yeah. an engine problem. I think it's the engine, yeah, for sure. So it'd be really interesting. I, like I said, I'm very interested to see how the Mexican Grand Prix goes for them. I mean, it also mm-hmm. depends on um, the timing, but yeah. Let's uh, now that we've covered uh, Alpha, let's talk about Alpha Tower because they were, uh, you know, also last. <laughs> yeah, this was. <sighs> A rough race for 
for your boy Gasly. Yeah. Uh, he he start, He had to start in the pits. After qualifying, he got his lap times deleted in Q1, so he didn't even get to place. Somehow uh, I missed finished. that. Somehow I missed that. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But. Anyway, he finished P12 from pit, which, like, I thought was actually pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, still out of the points, but, like, seeing him up in P12 from pits was kind of shocking. Because, like, throughout the race, AlphaTauri, just in general, was, like, me and Nick were talking during the race. Like, it was just, like, they're doing it again. Yep. It's another AlphaTauri look, uh, which wasn't for Gasly, but Yuki, it was. Yeah. Uh, he was – well, he said he was struggling with grip in the car all weekend long. So this might just have not been good conditions for the AlphaTauri car, or at least for maybe his. Yeah. So he started P16 out of qualifying and then in the race had a spin out and just also was losing grip across the whole track and ended up finishing P19. So it was rough for both drivers. Still didn't get points. Um, Yuki, obviously, P19 is pretty bad. Um, but Gasly getting P12 from Pitts, I'm honestly pretty happy to see that, uh, even if they don't get the points just because – uh, he did race pretty well, had a lot of good overtakes, I think. Well, I mean, this is rough for a guy trying to get a seat still. I mean, yeah. it, even if it's not his fault, but, I mean, he ended two laps back. Um, yeah. 19th this race, 20th last race, 16th the race before that, 14th the race before that, 18th the race before that. Like, these are not the performances of his new someone that's going to get a seat. I mean, I still think he will, but yeah. he's not helping himself, that's for sure. So he needs an amazing no. – triple header coming up spa you know i agree so i i mean i have nothing against yuki well he's a little annoying but i have nothing like super like he's annoying to the point of entertainment so it's okay yeah but i yeah i just don't know if he's gonna have a seat or not what Mm -hmm. do you think he's gonna get it i think he's gonna have a seat i if it's an alpha tori i don't know well where could he end up at this point do you think so we should that is t- a great question. Let's, let's pause on that question for a minute and let's talk about well, we're going to jump a, a little ha- ahead, but let's talk about Alpine because I think that this conversation is relevant. So yeah, Alpine had a pretty tidy weekend, P8, P9. Um, uh, Fernando overtook Ocon and to make his day a little rougher, but or Ocon, people get really on me about pronunciations, <laughs> but I'm calling them how I want them. All right. So, um, Basically, they were forced to use hard tires in the race because of what they ran in practice and qualifying, which is relevant for later. Um, But the real thing that is interesting about them... Oh, I should say, too, that because of something... Because of uh, how McLaren's race went, which we'll also talk about, they ended up just getting even points with uh, McLaren. So it's like they still stay ahead of McLaren, which is all they care about anyway. So... Overall, yeah. not the best race, but decent enough for them. Um, but now, let's talk about the news. So, Dawson, how about you tell us what's happened in the last 24 hours with this <laughs> Alpine fire that's happening right now? So, Alpine released a press statement yesterday saying that Oscar Piastri was going to race for them next season. This was not the case. This was not the case at all. Oscar Piastri then himself stated, I am not driving for Alpine next year. But he that does that mean that he's driving for someone? Yeah, I don't know. And the thing that it's just so complicated. So first of all, 
there are many reasons. Why, first question is, why did this happen? Um, and apparently, Otmar was like, hey, I haven't heard from him, so we're going to try to force him into signing by doing putting out this press release which is stingy and i told y'all i told y'all that otmar was a bad dude <laughs> i told y'all no one listened to me he's a bad dude and like he this is not okay like this is this is not okay this I, like this isn't like just like some small like little thing it's not even like someone like saying like oh oscar might be driving here they released a statement saying he is our driver for next season Without him signing anything, saying, yes, I'm going to drive. They might have been in talks about it. He did not say, I'm going to drive for you next year. And they just flat out are trying to make him drive for them. And they're claiming, like, to give to, to be devil's advocate, they're claiming that because he's their reserve driver, they have some, like, obligations for years going forward. But that is not good enough. That is yeah. not good enough to post saying that that – Especially a driver that is this hot of a probably one of probably the top driver that is not in Formula One right now. Yeah, he F two champion last year, like peak, like should have a seat, will have a seat. He's the he's the next guy to come in, into Formula One, basically. Well, we think. Um. So. Well, yeah, as we say. So I don't. I'm just ashamed of them like i kind of like alpine too i like their vibe not to mention we forgot to mention this too fernando alonso says that he's signing with aston martin also oh, a mistake big i big mistake like i've heard some points like oh well they want a leader over there yeah i know why aston martin wants him it, it, like yeah. they should be begging him they probably did beg him to oh, come yeah. but like what the heck yeah dude like i i can't get over it like i just I'm sad for Fernando. I hope they're better. I really do. But just like, I can't, I just can't. I really want them to have a good car with him next next season. I also think Alpine should have been on the ground begging for Fernando to be back on their team. Yes. Seriously. Not to mention. They are losing out big. And now they've lost like what. It's like, okay, well, at least they're going to go with a young guy and just, like, build it up, and then they'll have – I mean, because I'm assuming he's going to be great immediately, but, like, yeah. he's not Fernando Alonso. So, with that yeah. said, he could – he will probably will be. But um, with that said, they lost him too. Also, Aston Martin, we should talk about Sebastian Vettel announced his retirement, which is super sad, yeah. and apparently that's yeah. all due to their race um, – their race this weekend or uh this year and you know i said mike crack was like he should stay for the benefits of the next season it's like not happening bro not happening <laughs> so anyway good good for seb i'm glad that he's doing stuff doing what he wants to do i think he's at yeah. peace with it yeah aster martin I'm, I'm talking to you directly now I need you to ensure that your car starts every race of this season. So that way Sebastian Vettel can get his 300 Grand Prix start at the last race this year. Dang it. I need him. I need him to get 300 Grand Prix. If he ends he with 299, to. that would just hurt. <laughs> you got to bring him back next year for one I was about race. To say, he's got to be the reserve driver for next year. They're just going to sub him in for one race. Yes. He has to start the first race next year. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's been crazy. We still don't know. I'm, I'm betting by the time we even put this recording up, something else will have happened. We're going to do Probably. a whole news episode before the next race. 
Um, and we're also going to do a Sebastian Vettel tribute episode before the next race. So that one's going to be a good one. So I'm looking sure to forward to that. that a totally yeah. positive. Probably we might cry mm-hmm. on Ferrari a little more, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so we kind of got ahead of ourselves a little bit. How about with all of this in the mix, there's a third party in the mix of all of this. So how about you tell me about McLaren's race and then we'll talk about how they're related to all this. Yeah. So, I was actually happy to see Lando starting P4, which yep. was really good. Um, Way to go! But he, yeah, honestly, good job, good job, good job on him. I was really excited to see that. Sadly, he could not maintain the pace with that, and he ended up getting beat by some of like the front runners and ended P7. There was like a really good sequence of racing of what what was it? It was him, uh, Hamilton and max no george was that who was behind him? George. george and max racing behind him and he was trying to oh yeah no, you're right you're right sorry 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 i thought you meant ahead yeah yeah yes no no yes. No, no no behind max and you know lewis. what i'm talking yes. about now yes yes so max and lewis were racing behind lando and he was trying his hardest to to defend and they both just slipped by him at one point when he made just like even the tiniest little gap had to hurt. They, they just got by him. Yeah. So that was really rough for him, but still good job from Lando had a, had a really good race weekend. Proud of him. Um, Ricardo mm. bad. And I'm, this is just another thing. Strategy. Yep. Terrible this weekend across the board. He started P nine and pitted and got put on hards and he ended P 15. Like, he got I'm a five-second like, penalty. He got a five-second penalty. He did, but still, but still, those hard tires were terrible for that race on everybody that used them. And Alpine had no choice. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what McLaren's tire. They may have not had a choice either. But I honestly think a used pair of mediums might have been better because, like, honestly, like I just don't know how Alpine puts their people out on hard tires first ones. No one pays attention except for Mercedes and Red Bull. No one pays attention. Mm-hmm. nobody you and i were sitting there watching the race together going man those hard tires look pretty bad i hope no one else puts them on like, yeah we started seeing the names drop lower and lower and lower down the list and we were like it's it's literally the bottom grid is hard tires and then you have medium and softs yep. it's, it's, uh, it's it's it was terrible man like i like obviously i'm not a f1 strategist or anything like that but like if if you're a few laps out of getting those hard tires and you see these people dropping down like honestly, I think it's better to pit and get the new ones just to see because then you could probably beat the guy, the people on those hard tires. And the deg didn't seem that bad, at least from again, we don't have any of the numbers they do. But I'm just saying from yeah. a, like a normal like we watch all the races, the deg didn't seem that bad. Like if, yeah, to go from medium to hard. So I, not to mention like between the chances of rain that they were trying to think of. And mm-hmm. which ended up not happening, and possible safety cars. Like you're just you're just, like just selling your race out immediately. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, I, I mean, obviously, Daniel Ricciardo had that amazing double overtake that we were like, yeah, Danny Rick. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. But then it meant nothing. <laughs> yeah. But we were we were screaming watching yes. this race. We were yelling out, Danny Rick, let's go, let's go. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. He so with all that said, now we bring it back into this other discussion, which is the fact that, dude, I'm just gonna say it: McLaren are some liars if they get rid of Danny Rick at this point. Like oh, I yeah. just gotta say, it. I don't think it's the wrong choice, but 
they've been saying all season, we're sticking with them, we're sticking with them, we're sticking with them. Yeah. And even and Daniel Ricardo's like, I'm sticking with them. But now apparently he's reaching out to Alpine to get that seat, which is yep. just brutal in the first place because now he's going backwards in his career. And um, not to mention, like, he shouldn't have been there in the first place when he went the first time. He should have went to McLaren mm-hmm. originally. And he shouldn't have left Red Bull when he did because Max Verstappen was like he was good, but he wasn't going to be playing second fiddle to him immediately. So it's just no, like I think that was the worst mistake of his career. I think like, that's one still. of the worst career decisions in F1 history. I'm probably ser- dude, like I'm serious. Like if you have Horner wanting you there. Like, that's saying something because you yes. know how Red Bull is. They get rid of second drivers like that. Yes. They don't. Horner doesn't like anybody besides Max. No. And, and Checo now. He loved Checo Daniel now. Ricciardo. Like, he was shocked when, when he left. It was. So th- that, this like, says something completely. Mistake. Yeah. Like, who in their right mind goes to a worse car? Who goes to a worse car? Apparently, yeah. Alonzo and and uh, Daniel <laughs> Danny Rick, because like, dude, just mistake, mistake, mistake. So anyway, so uh, and I still think I still think Ricardo should stay with McLaren for as long as he can. Yeah, I think he could save his career with uh, playing a like fitting into a team that's more his skill set. With that said, yeah. but Alpine is having a good year. I mean, Alpine is a better car right now, technically, yeah. but I don't think that's a long-term thing. I don't think mm-hmm. – so I don't know, man. Like, it's just – so he could end up – I don't – I think the way it's all going to shape out is Oscar's going to end up at McLaren and Daniel's going to end up at Alpine. But also we should mention that Oscar's got to travel with Alpine for the rest of the year. Yeah. As a reserve driver, that's fun. That's, <laughs> that's funny to think about. It's going to be – the tensions on that team are going to be so high following what happened over the past few days. It is It is going to be crazy. I mean, he might get fired as a reserve driver for all we know. I he mean, could. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Uh, not and that he deserves do, like, it. Honestly, that would look worse on Alpine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think I think they're, they probably would keep him just for that publicity – and making sure that you know the their their marketing is all good. Yeah, those poor but. marketing managers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should mention too that uh, my favorite tweet of F one this year is uh, <laughs> uh, I know it. of uh, what's his name? I just played Albon. Albon yeah, tweeted Albon. the exact wording, but the positive way. He was like, "I will be <laughs> driving. I did sign a contract. They posted with my permission. It was so funny." So <laughs> King. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, McLaren had a okay race. I, I'm proud of Lando. It's so interesting. These cars are so weird this year. Like the difference between qualifying and race pace, I feel like are bigger in a lot oh, of teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, McLaren, boom, P4. And then yeah. like, it was just obvious. It was just a matter of yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So dude, speaking of F1 Twitter real quick, you said you had your favorite tweet. I got baited last night. I have to tell you this. I, I didn't. I haven't told you earlier. I got baited last night. Speaking of Daniel Ricardo and everything, I got a notification that said Daniel Ricardo announced to retire from F1 at like 2 a.m. Like I woke up and saw this, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And I clicked on it, and it's some F1 meme page. It's just you know, 
that's just out there making jokes and stuff. And I was freaking out. I was like, wait, th- this isn't happening. Like, well, I, I obviously a- I read the comments and found out that was true, but I, I wanted to share that. Well, I have a baited that's even better than that. I got to one up you oh, a little Lord. bit because I too got okay. baited at 2 a.m. last night because I also woke <laughs> up to a, a and I and this wasn't a notification. I couldn't sleep in the middle of the night, so I got on Twitter for like five minutes because it just helps my brain just like work out for a second and then go back to sleep. Um, yeah. And it said Lewis Hamilton bids farewell to fans, and I was like, no. <laughs> no like i like started crying up. dude i dude if i i'm not kidding if it was a retirement thing i don't think i would have slept the rest of the night i think i would have cried for sure because i was like getting emotional and it was just <laughs> and it was such a tease like they were totally using this wording specifically because it was saying lewis hamilton posts on social media that he's gonna miss the fans over the summer break and i was like you jerks wait who tweeted this I, it was it was an article by like motorsport something like oh, okay it, it was like an actual article and but they used the bids farewell to fans to get clicks. <laughs> oh man, that hurts so wow. bad. I was like, "What? He just said he wants to stay ten years." <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, he's staying. We're good. Uh, we think. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that would really just throw a twelfth wrench into this. But uh. Oh. So let's see. Whoever we cover, let's talk about Haas real quick, and then we'll talk about the two front teams. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had a. I mean, a rough, decent qualifying, but still kind of rough for Haas. Uh, Magnussen uh, is P13 at the end of it. Mick was P15. Uh, Magnussen ended up P16. And I wanted to talk with you about this. Like, what are your thoughts on this upgrade package after this race? Because I don't know if it's just Magnussen or if it's just the upgrade package was more (laughs) just to look like Ferrari than it was to perform. (laughs) Well, I think... A thing that for Haas has learned, we've all learned, is never blame K Mag for anything. I'm convinced. Yeah. And that it didn't work. I mean, on a track that seems to suit them. I mean, it was a little cooler. I'm not yeah. willing to, to completely like like throw it in, throw in the towel for them and say it's over, but yeah. it's over. Like, I just don't <laughs> it, it really did just look like it, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. what happened. But yeah, when his qualifying pace was only two tenths faster, two tenths was a lot, but yeah. not not going from Williams to Red Bull. You know, like that's how yeah, they were yeah. projecting. Yeah, so yeah, I think it was not failure, strong word. It was an upgrade, but it wasn't like this big freaking upgrade that we were expecting. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't they like, were shocked. We were too. expecting basically a brand new car. Yes, and it was. It just wasn't that. So. It'll. We'll have to see. I think Spa could be interesting for them. Yeah. But like, I'm I, really excited to see how they go forward in these next few races to see like if they're gonna change any or not change anything, but like make some small adjustments to see like okay maybe you know this didn't work out here so maybe this is why we're gonna try this out and then you know hopefully in the next few races they do do a little bit better. Um. um there's this guy. His name is J Bone. He uh he has for he's Formula Bone the uh, podcast yeah. and TikTok mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, he calls this Haas delusion syndrome. And I was like, Haas delusion syndrome isn't real. Like, I'm very realistic about Haas. And then this week I was texting like, dude, I think we're going to buy the shirts this week. I think he's going to win. Yeah, he did. He said, there's a real chance we're going to be buying Haas shirts. 
Oh, but yeah, um, with Mick, he you know started P15 into P14, so at least got a place. K Mag, it was rough because he ended up losing three places, but you know it's just going to be a looking to the future thing for Haas. And K Mag also gotten that got tangled a little bit with uh, K Mag has just had bad luck for the past couple races. That's like, ugh, like he had a new engine last time, yeah. didn't even finish. Um, yep. So okay. anyway, uh. So let's talk about Mercedes now. So Mercedes had a pretty great race, it must be said. I um, I was sad. Not as good as Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> hold hold together, hold together. I don't. I didn't see Checo in P two anyway. Um, so uh, they have. I mean, Max drove amazing. I mean, I can't. I they got their strategy right. Max drove amazing. They they are very lucky that race was not like ten laps longer. Because I think all of us really, I mean, let's be honest, we wanted to see a Lewis Max battle, even if Max is going to win, like it just, yeah, would have brought, would have made our, would have made that race like way more interesting. So, oh yeah, um, he got lucky. The the safety car like almost messed him up too because it started raining, and I was like in my head, I don't even remember if I said it out loud. I'm sure I do. I never shut up, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, what if Max crashes right now? and lewis wins like i was like so but it didn't happen so anyway mercedes had a great strategy lewis drove great i wish his drs wasn't messed up but i'm very hopeful yeah. they're going to keep bringing upgrades through the rest of the year i watched their debrief and they seem very positive and i think i think a win is coming i don't know when but um they got it on pure pace this time i mean like yeah so that's a great their first like podium Lewis has like five. I forget how many more it is. It's like a couple more podiums than Leclerc has. Wait, really? <laughs> yes, yes. Lewis has. Wait, more, you're talking about like this year? Yes, Lewis has more podiums this year than Leclerc. Oh right, yeah, so Lewis has. I looked it up. Lewis has six podiums. Leclerc has five. <laughs> I mean, of course, Leclerc wow. has one, but that's like oof, brutal, mm, man. man. Yeah, that's. It, Dang, it's that's coming. actually insane to think about with the standings right now. <laughs> because, like, I, I okay, I'm naming something. I'm taking it from J-Bone. We have Mercedes delusion syndrome. I think everybody thinks Mercedes is worse than they actually are, including myself. Like, if oh, you really? think about it, if you put it in perspective, my dad said this at one point. And I was like, that's freaking genius. It was like two years ago. We were crapping on Haas one night late. And um, <laughs> he said, you know, if you think about it, Haas is still the 10th best car in the world. And I was like, that's a good point. It's still the tenth best car. So they've said Mercedes is the second best car right now, and they've had the first best car for a very long time. So yeah, we're all like delusional at this point. But anyway, Mercedes great race. Russell's pretty like kind of butt hurt because he didn't get. But hey, shout out to Mercedes for letting the, their drivers race each other. Like thank you. Like yeah. I love to see that. So they could have hit and had zero points. So. Um, I don't know how, how hard he actually fought, but it seemed like he fought pretty hard. So, Okay, so now that we're talking about Mercedes, which, by the way, also Lewis Hamilton is going to be a part owner in the Broncos now, so that's cool. But uh, anyway. That's pretty crazy. Um, let's talk about Ferrari again. <laughs> the strategy geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest brains in Formula 1. I think they – their strategy has never changed in Formula One. I think they were like, we build a fast car. That's it. The end. <laughs> the, their brains are so big that like it made 
Matia go to the bathroom, okay? <laughs> He's like, this is the perfect time to leave go to the bathroom. He was like, I, I, I must go. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like that happens more often than not. And may, but yeah, it was just, just funny how like this is the first time I had seen it. Like, you're someone leaving to go into the paddock, but like on like TV. This must have been like a serious trip because he had to go to the motorhome. He didn't even use like yeah. the pit bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a but, I need a moment kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, oh, I, he was on the two-stop strategy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! Well, yeah. So, Ferrari. Uh, it's like it's this week's episode of crapping on Ferrari. Uh, crapping on Ferrari. <laughs> um. So, like, they got P two, P three in qualifying. Not expected, but like, I'm sure they didn't care. Um, honestly, like that much because they're like they're still got more pace on a better track for them. Yeah. It was just a matter of time. Russell did pretty great at the start. Um, I'm very was genuinely surprised. I kind of thought he was just going to get destroyed in the first lap, but um, yeah. Uh, but Leclerc overtook him for the lead, and they pit him, and they put hard tires on. <laughs> and I was like, Dawson, is that? A white tire, and you were like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's what we were, we saw them come in the pits, and we were like, is he on hards? Wait, that.' And we have been talking about him on hards. And we have been talking about Alpine. Like, man, they look slow. Well, I guess there's no hard tire happening today. This is definitely a two or a three stop situation. Yeah. And then they bring Science in, and they also put him on hard tires. <laughs> and the pit stop was slow, so it's just like compounded. Yeah, that was rough. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they would have beat Max. It would have been close, but I don't, I'm not. It w- I think they could have. Not gonna lie, it would have been because, very like Leclerc. Leclerc was driving like really well before that, and like he had good pace. But you know, what? never mind. Max is too good. He would have won. <laughs> Poor Leclerc, man. Like Leclerc. Yeah, I feel so bad for like we're not uh, okay. Like when we talk about like crapping on Ferrari, like it's not the team. We're talking we're, about the team. Yeah, it's the team. Yeah. It's not the drivers. They got two. They got two of the top, definitely top ten drivers in yeah. Formula One for sure. Yeah. I mean that's a, like obviously that's a tough like list with, to make, but yeah, and like with last week, like when uh like Leclerc spun out, like obviously yeah, that was his mistake. But like this week was like a pure strategic downfall oh it's just like this was oh man i just can't even like it's just it's baffling i don't know how it's baffling at this point because we keep like we're used to it at this point but now i keep saying it it's gonna happen leclerc's engine's gonna go again what if it happens at the next race like leclerc i would quit i would have to quit i think i would have to quit i don't care how much money i'm making i would have to quit yeah like um one thing real quick actually so like while we're talking about this whole hard tire dispute i know that's or we've heard that some people on this podcast don't watch formula one but are listening you know for the content and everything so i think we should describe like what we mean by like hard tires soft tires medium tires so soft tires if i'm not mistaken has the most grip Yes, but they don't last as long. They yes. that's like when you have a three stop strategy. Most of the time, you'll like you'll be on softs and mediums most of the time. Medium, it's kind of like an all around. It's got grip and it's going to last a while. Hard tires 
are going to last the longest but have the least grip. Yes. So that's why when we say like hard tires is a terrible strategy, these cars are going so much slower than these top runners that are on softs and mediums. So I just wanted to give a breakdown of that just for people that didn't know what we were talking about when we talked about these different tires and what it meant so you would know when we talked about it later. Yes, good idea. And also I'll add that hard tires are used fairly often to help have a longer stint. And by stint, we mean more laps run on that. So that way they can do a one or a two stop. But that's usually on a track that has high degradation, and that means, like, higher tire wear. The tires are not lasting as long. This track had none of those those factors. So Ferrari just made a total, like, triple swing and miss on this. When they had plenty of other people on hards to base it off of, they clearly didn't check the times. Let's just – let's be honest. There's no way – they're either just so stupid that they, like – saw like i can't decide which is worse honestly is it worse if they knew that fernando was going slow yeah it is okay yeah that's the worst one yeah yeah so clearly there's no way they're that dumb there's no way they wouldn't have their job if they were that dumb yeah. so man and then i don't know what went, went went down there if that wasn't bad enough the thing that made me just like so angry was that Mattia comes out and says we had no pace in the car this weekend. What are you talking about? You overtook Russell. If you had no pace, you wouldn't have overtaken Russell. You are lying. You are lying. You had pace. Like, be like Leclerc did last week. Leclerc was like, my fault. Never seen that Own happen. up to it. Uh, never to seen it. that. He, was, he should come out and say, this is my fault. I'm going to fix this. Not only that. But then he says that he thinks they can win all 10 of the rest of the races or yeah, nine yeah. or whatever. What? That's not happening. That's not happening not. even if your car was perfect. Are you like are you that arrogant that you think you're better than Max Verstappen on every track? His home race? You think you could beat him <laughs> at his home race? Are you crazy? So I'm sorry, but like jeez, you morons. Like Ugh, the arrogance. The arrogance. He has to go. They need a new team principal. He has to go. That's it. I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. Wow. I'm cool. He has Big to go. Big statement. Okay. They've, they've needed to get rid of him for a while. I'm being honest. Well. Okay. Last year, they yeah. had him entirely focus on developing this car, and it failed. Boom. Like, he needs to be replaced. Or boom at least. Roasted. Yeah, boom roasted. Or he at least <laughs> needs to. Either whoever's his boss needs to fire him or he needs to clear house on some people and yeah. hire some more people. They have the money. They have the money. So, it, oh, sorry. They have the money. So, anyway, um, that's going to be quite the tick. That's going to be quite the TikTok clip I just screamed a minute ago. <laughs> that was actual heat for anybody listening. I was actually, no, uh, <laughs> watching him flail about while screaming this was probably the best part about it. <laughs> Uh, follow us on the at, at the pitwall pod. Anyway, um, so yes, I think I've got my point across. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Red Bull now because right. we have to. Let's get started with the best driver in existence right now. <laughs> <laughs> got to throw that out there. Okay, so let's start off with just uh, some stats. Constructors gap increased to ninety-seven points. Huge drivers gap with Max Verstappen led by 80 points now and checo is only a few points behind leclerc now 
Yep. Checkers got him. So I think, yeah, I, I think they're going to have that one too soon. Well, um, before we talk so about Max, Max uh, tell me about yeah. Checo's race because I'm, his is more was more muddled since you brought him up. So t- tell me about Checo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was actually pretty decent from Checo. He started P11 out of qualifying and finished P6. So that that's kind of like what helped him get those points needed to get behind uh, uh, Leclerc and the points. So I was really proud to see Checo get those get that gap up in the in the positions. Um, so overall, really good race from Checo. Good to see him do that. Why do you think he wasn't any higher? Just out of curiosity, because I feel like um, I think just because of the gap to the front runners was well, it wasn't like so like big, yeah. but it was like these guys were racing out of their minds. I felt like yeah. So they were, I, everybody had some really good drives up in like the front four or five. Yeah, he's had um, some weak ish races. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Checo's like never like a. I'm going to do w- terrible. Yeah. But it's like, it's never like, I'm going to be right behind Max. He's Mr. Consistency. Or not, not never, but, but not never, but it's not like, you know, consistently like you're, like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but still, I think I, Checo is 100% the perfect match for a uh, teammate Absolutely. behind Max Verstappen. Absolutely. Um, so now we're going to get on to Max, his insane drive. Yep. He started in 10th because of a power power unit issue in qualifying and the man took it all the way home and finished p1 uh his opening lap was ridiculous it was insane so like like we said he had an amazing race finished p1 while we are on the back burner of talking about ferrari (laughs) max verstappen spun out and still was ahead of leclerc yep when they were when they were duking it out loser (laughs) This, this man we were talking about it we were like that was that was intentional he's flaunting it yes. at this point <laughs> he's doing his end of the season donuts mid-race exactly he's like he's like oh i mean i've got i've got both of these in the bag we're just we're just gonna go ahead and start celebrating he's like hey leclerc my throttle works fine <laughs> <laughs> my engine won't go out if i do this i want to see <laughs> want to see me do it again <laughs> <laughs> uh was really really awesome to see max go from 10th to first it was the first time he has ever won a race finishing higher than p4 which is also really good which like we, we mentioned earlier so i think i think this is 100 percent one of his best races maybe not the best but one of the tops for sure just because of his performance from 10th it's I his top it 10 for sure i i don't oh, yeah It'd be tough to say what his best race ever was, but I mean it's it's a contender. It's this, it, like we talked about. Yeah, and this race like it wasn't like a top race because of like, I mean he drove like a madman still. Like he did a really good drive, um, but it was more of like, I think, the teams, you know, in front and behind him strategy is kind of what helped out a lot too. Yeah. Um, obviously like with Mercedes coming in with the double podium again, that was like, it was, that was really good to see. Yeah. Uh, and with, you know, him having to battle those guys out, it was that, that I think is what made it good, um, yeah. on top of him going from 10 to one. I'm sad we didn't get to see any Lewis and Max action Lewis, because he started in P seven, yeah. he had to, he was ahead of him, but then took his pit stop later. So, um, that yeah. kind of sucked, but they recovered well, but. Um, overall, sure. I enjoyed the race, 
and I, it's going to be a long summer break until our next one, but then we get three in a row, and we got some good podcasts to fill in the time. So with oh, that yeah. said, I'm going to give my winner and loser first this week. My yeah, winner, I'm going to give it to Mercedes. Uh, of like, course. I I think uh, just they had the overall best team weekend, I think, um, and Fair. I think their strategy was great. I think their recovery was great. Uh, if you look at their pace on Friday, it was terrible, and they were able to put mm-hmm. everything back together without a dry practice and, and qualify as well as they did. I mean, George Russell yeah. got his first pole. Um, very good weekend for them. Loser, I'm going to give it to Haas. Um, their only upgrade of the year didn't pan out so far, and KMAG finished behind Mick because of the collision, so that's just yep. a total wash of a race for them. So that's my yeah. loser for this week. Give me yours. So my winner is going to be Max specific okay, because of how well he raced. I feel like this is a deserving winner Absolutely. in our decisions here. Um, like I said, it's like historical moment for his career after the, you know, 10th to first. Uh, and he just, you know, it, it was insane watching him drive that, especially because like I went into this thinking like, oh, this could be the race where he doesn't win. And then he did it. Yep. So that's definitely why he's my winner. I'm going to agree with you on Haas because just because of the hype around that upgrade, it was just, and then not coming to fruition is that's, that's pretty much why I'm going to give them the loser for me. Yeah. I mean, we can't even give it to Ferrari anymore. They're just a loser of the season, even like at this point. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not out of it yet, but according to my they're going to win the rest of the races and get one team in the championship. So, um, yeah, I agree. If they do, we're buying Ferrari hats. No. no I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's funny because my actually my biggest model car is a Ferrari. I want more, but I can't, I can't oh, yeah. find – Hey, fan, I know we have a small fan base right now. If someone wants to mail me a model car, <laughs> one 18th scale from last year's Mercedes, like hit me up, DM me, because I know some of y'all are DMing me about Ferrari. So if you got – while you're mad and raging at me, if you want to send me a car at the same time, that'd be great. So, um, I think that's about it. Uh, we'll hit you up and we'll be posting our schedule, but I'm assuming based off, unless something crazy happens, the next week is going to be our tribute to Sebastian Vettel episode. Then we'll be coming out with you with a news episode. So stay yep. tuned and check out some of our other race breakdowns. If you miss any of them, cause they're fun. Yeah. So I think that's about it. Follow us on the pitball pod and bye-bye. Bye.